eyes don't wear white. Don't wear Stop to worry about the things 
Folks, I forgot earlier to mention that UniRadio.fm is in need of funding. So when you come through that website, click us some dough, because uh, we all know that love's supposed to uh, make the world go round. But you can't pay your bills with love unless uh, there's some kind of organized crime involved. And also thanks again to... Uh, Alfred's House of Trousers. Hello. 
Oh, baby, I'm there. 
so gently urges us to really love him. Jesus is always there, waiting for our response. He never forces us, but waits patiently to have us proclaim our love. But waits patiently to have us proclaim our love. Just as Jesus called the apostles to love him,
giant love ball bouncing around so free. A bright giant love ball, happy to be me. I'm like a bright giant love ball, shining for all to see. I am special, I am special, I am me. So let us dance, oh let us dance. Be happy, be happy, let us dance. Oh let us dance, oh let us dance. Let us dance and laugh and sing and shout for joy. I'm like a seed that I've planted, so young and so small. Needing to be watered, so I'll grow strong and tall. Friendship is my water, my son, the warmth of love. I will grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. So let us dance, oh let us dance. Be happy, be happy, let us dance. Oh let us dance, oh let us dance. Let us dance and laugh and sing and shout for joy. We're like the colors of the rainbow shining through the rain. Each of us is special and unique in his own way. I am blue and you are yellow, and together we make green. And we are one with all the colors of the world. So let us dance, oh let us dance. Be happy, be happy, let us dance. Oh let us dance, oh let us dance. Let us dance and laugh and sing and shout for joy. Giant love ball.
held the little rabbit close in her arms and flew with him into the wood. at last, at home with the other rabbits.
Tuesday's just as bad They call it stormy Monday But Tuesday's just as bad Wednesday's worse Thursday's all so sad Yes, the eagle flies on Friday Saturday I go out to play Yes, the eagle flies on Friday Saturday I go out to play And then on Sunday I go to church And I kneel down and pray Lord have mercy Lord have mercy on me Oh Lord have mercy Lord have mercy on me Send my baby back to me Ooh wee Crazy about my baby Won't you send my baby back to me Oh, have mercy Send her home to me
Black Black Plastic on the Muni Radio.fm is what you're listening to now. I'd like to thank Mr. Lou Rawls singing with Les McCann Band because the can can. Tell us the best on Monday. Give us some money if you can. We need it more than a lot of other people, but less than some.
Michael 
follow me on Twitter. It's Joe Stacaro. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Yeah, wow. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Yes, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. <laughs> Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spagelman and Carl. Hey, Carl, how are you, buddy? All right, good. Thank you very much. I'm ready to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike we... Spagelman. Thanks, Spagelman. What are you doing? All right, uh, so right here is... We're on mutinyradio.fm, as we are every Sunday. We stream here first. You can go ahead, type in mutinyradio.fm, and listen. Just press the listen now. You're probably listening now. You can make a whole afternoon of it. We are part of a great Sunday afternoon showcase. Found Around Sound with Scotto just concluded after our show. Ugly Sunday. So what a day. Make it a day. But we're on 2 p.m. Pacific Standard time we also have a youtube channel where the movie we're going to watch will be synced with our conversation we want you to listen we also have a podcast so you can listen to us sunday night uh just subscribe to that acronym you heard up front l w a f l m o y t and you got it basically we want to watch a movie with you so we want you to go to youtube turn the sound off and watch a full length movie with us while you listen to our podcast you could also just go to the youtube channel L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And as always, donate to our station, Mutiny Radio. Go to Venmo and donate at Mutiny Radio. Set no substitutions. Carl, what is the movie today? Today we will watch Things to Come 1936. Things to Come 1936. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. The ch channel we like, it's like Things to Come public domain movies. The channel's weird. It is... Two, I'm talking about the number, MI3. So if you search for things to come, there's lots of choices. Some have ads. Pick this one or you won't be in sync with us because right. there's criteria. Those ads have different times. And again, we want you to look for things to come on YouTube and not Pornhub. Just right. saying that if you, if you go to RedTube and type in things to come, 1936, we're, I warned yeah. you. Don't do Those that. things will come, but it won't be our movie. Not our movie, but our movie is Things to Come 1936. has public domain in the title, but you just type in Things to Come 1936, and you will find the channel 2MI3. 2MI3, number two, number three, letter M, letter I, two. How many channels oh. are going to even look like that? You'll find it. You'll find it. It's, uh, it's up there. So hit pause. Uh, go ahead and click the link. But when it starts, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We are going to press play at the same time. And to do that, and to give you some time to get yourself ready, Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian. I haven't heard this yet. I can't wait to hear it. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Countdown, this time with Derek C. Quadfather. Welcome, Derek. So, Derek, we got to know each other through Compound Media, through your podcast, Backyard Boys, and we'll get to it. But I wanted to ask you about your name, Quadfather. Now, you're quadriplegic. 
Tell us about that. Tell us what happened and how you got this name. Uh, I made a huge mistake, so that's how I ended up here. But uh, uh, I guess I could tell you the complete story is uh, on Labor Day 10 years ago, I, uh, I was out at the golf course having a good time. I played a, a lot of golf. Uh, had many shots of whiskey, drank mm -hmm. many a beer. Um, then I went to a family get-together uh, party at my parents' house. And I, I got home and uh, I decided to go for a swim because my, okay. my parents have an above-ground above pool. Um, the reason I went, wanted to go for a swim was mainly because I was a little out of it, a little drunk. Um, and I thought possibly cold water might uh, liven me up, make me feel good. Yeah, flip the switch, exactly. Like, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it was worth a try. A super hot day, uh, September 1st. And then uh, I went out there and I was swimming around in this above-ground pool. And uh, my drunk mind said, hey, why don't you climb up the tree that's right next to the pool? Uh-huh. And so I climbed up in the tree and uh, decided to attempt a flip out of the tree into the pool. Okay. Um, so I'm standing up there on the limb and I'm saying to myself, ah, maybe I shouldn't do this. Drunk mind, I went ahead and went for it. And somehow I just completely cased it mm -hmm. and landed right, you know, neck first, right on the bottom of the pool. Okay, um, now you're that... in the water, right? So you are yes. in danger because if you're having this problem, how did you get out of the water? Okay, so I case it. I land in the bottom of the pool. I feel the back of my neck hit the bottom of the pool. I'm wide awake, and I realize that my arms and legs aren't working. Yeah. Um, so at that point, <clears throat> you know, panic sets in, and... Uh, I, I can move my hands a little bit like that, so I'm, I know where the ladder is, so I'm trying to swim over to it, but uh, my attempts are pretty much in vain. Um, and underwater, sitting there drowning, you know, yeah. like a, one million thoughts go through your mind at that point. Um, so, yeah, that, the, you know, I pretty much realized that I was dead, and I was, uh, no one was down there by the pool. I did this by myself completely. Right. So there was no one watching me do it. I just did it just to do it. Um, and so what, you got to the ladder eventually, though? That I was close to the ladder, and so where I started was completely across the pool. So um, apparently, you know, I was, I was pretty out of it, but mm -hmm. apparently I almost got to the ladder. So I could, you know, at least pull myself up and try to get out of the water, get my nose or mouth or something out of the water. Okay. Um, but I didn't make it. So okay. I, there was that point I realized it was over. I was wide awake up to the point where I drowned. Yeah. And um, my luck is that my stepdad, who was up there, uh, up at the house eating dinner, decided out of the blue to go put chemicals in the pool. That he is was, luck. Well, it might be a God thing, a divine intervention, yeah. some, something along that line. Um, so so he's sitting there eating dinner, decides to come put chemicals in the pool, comes down there, finds me, sees that I'm drowned. 
I was I was blue purple. I was pretty much gone. And then uh, my mom, who used to be a nurse, yes, they pulled my stepdad. And my mom pulled me out of the pool. My mom gives me CPR. Wow. The ambulance shows up, flies me to you know St. Charles and Bend, and they put Humpty Dumpty back together again. <laughs> <laughs> But we're mentioning Oregon, just so people are in context with this hospital and this area. And used to be quite an outdoorsman out there, but you still hunt, you said. How do you go about hunting and what do you hunt? Uh, just deer and like birds, grouse. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know what a grouse is. They live up in the mountains. They're like a game bird, upland yeah. game bird. Okay. Um, but in Oregon, you can uh, drive around in your, with the disability tag, you can drive around and hunt on dirt roads. Um, uh -huh. So you, you could shoot out a window of a vehicle hunting oh, deer. Gotcha. So you do a drive-by on Pamby. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Now we got to know each other through Backyard Boys. I love that name, by the way. And this is a podcast that's very fresh. It's only about two months old now. You've got like a whole cast of characters on there. How did this thing come together and how do you manage like so many personalities at once, people talking over each other, you know, because you do, you guys do a good job with it. Yeah, um, you know, that's the main thing is you just, uh, you try to have timing. Um, you know, most shows that you've been on uh, Gino's show in hot water. Um, most of the people that are on our show are avid watchers of that show, uh -huh. um, or compound media in general, I should say. Um, most of them are old Opie and Anthony fans from, yeah. uh, obviously that that's been around forever. Um, but yeah, it, it's the same thing. Cause you, you know, you got a wild man like Gino who talks over you back and forth. You just have to get in, you know, get your spots and try to make it work. So everyone's kind of aware how that how that works, um, just trying to get in a spot. You know, you, you have to have a little bit of patience and you gotta wait, but sometimes we talk over each other, but it's all, you know, you, you someone tries to stop. You work it yeah. out. When I was on your show, um, I was noticing how people, now there were some times in which people were talking over each other, but the, the but, but one of them would defer to the other. One of them would back off right away, like when they heard it coming. I guess you got some practice, you know, doing that, because I was impressed with, I, I, were there six people? I mean, I was impressed with how many. Oh, and there was this secret person, a behind-the-scenes producer person. How he seemed to like check every level, and what is he air traffic control there? Who who is this guy, and how come he's not on air? Yeah, well, uh, he just prefers not to be on air. Um, he's horribly disfigured. Uh, he was in a fire act. No, nothing like that. Um, <laughs> Whatever, you know, he just uh, prefers to have fun in, in that way. Uh, uh -huh. He's not always there, so, uh, you know, like half the shows. The entire first month or month and a half of the show, I just pretty much did it myself. Uh -huh. um, a lot of the times, I'm doing the producing while doing the show. Yeah. So it's, um, but but when he's around, that makes it a whole lot easier for me. If we have a thought, it's like, hey, go look this up, uh, show us a clip from YouTube, or... Man, that that's so much more convenient than me trying to like scramble in the middle of a show to try to figure that out. So um, it is nice to have him backstage. Uh, now, who'd you hook up with on In Hot Water? Was it Steve Conti or was it Bobby Tamboro? One of those guys you got to be friendly with. And Bobby's coming on the show uh, coming up, right? 
Yeah, he'll be on Wednesday. And Wednesday. Uh, yeah, what's it? Fred Rubino, he'll be on Friday. Oh, that's a that's a catch. That's a catch right there. That's a funny dude. <laughs> that's great. How did but you I, get associate like through messaging direct messages on Twitter or Yeah, exactly. So it's it's kind of funny cuz I had never called into the show till maybe like uh February of this year or last year, sorry, like a year ago. Um and then I decided to go check out Twitter. So I became kind of a frequent caller. I had heard people's voices, so I knew kind of who they were, you know, just by their voice. Yeah. I knew they they had multiple, you know, some people call in and play characters and whatnot. So it was trying to figure that all out. But when I got onto Twitter, uh, I started messaging people and found out pretty quickly, like, who watches the show and who actually calls in. And then the next thing you know, you're DMing people and saying, hey, I'm Quadfather. How's it going? I'm the goofy guy that calls in and does this. Um, so that's kind of how we all met. And then we started direct messaging and uh, come to find out there was another show that they were on. So I hook up with those guys and uh, uh -huh. we were playing around on a different podcast. And um, maybe around Thanksgiving time, I decided, hey, maybe I'll try to do a stream yard account and play with it and next thing you know we're the backyard voice and yeah. uh garrett and gino are now our like audio drop on our show because they yeah. you know they kind of plugged us on the show backyard so boys. That's yeah right. i i guess we're like the resident show now like uh <laughs> the in hot water fan show that's uh, why i wanted to be on you know because i knew it was associated and 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 uh you know just the name the name is really what made me want to do it so now on YouTube to find you guys, it's BYB Podcast. That's the channel, right? Yes, sir. At and BYB what, Podcast. And and what same thing for Twitter? It's the same Twitter handle? No, it's uh, at BYB underscore podcast. Okay. At BYB underscore. That's the difference. Yeah. Only because that one, the on. other one was... <laughs> yeah, it was a blast, man. You're hilarious. Uh, we loved we loved watching you on in hot water and stuff. So thanks. I want to be yeah. back, you know. So we'll arrange that, you know. Absolutely. Maybe I can sneak up on Fred Rubino, but we'll talk off air. But okay, so Derek, Quadfather, Backyard Boys. We are now going to watch a full length movie on YouTube, and everybody at home's got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Derek Quadfather, and give us that celebrity countdown. You ready? Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for that Celebrity Comedian countdown. And thank you, Criterion Collection, for presenting this version of Surf 2, the Criterion <laughs> Collection. <laughs> oh, look at that two-faced Janice. <laughs> double face oh my god talking on both sides of his head enough with the logos you all want to get associated with this it's a public domain movie right either you polish it up or you just put it on a video cassette oh all right go. now this is the opening to the soundtrack their main song for the movie is hell's bells right by meatloaf <laughs> you know, I was at Big Ben and I said, Whoa, there's Big Ben. And Big Ben said, My name's Ben. <laughs> so All right. Sensitive. 
Look, so sensitive. things to come. Whoa, wait, I'm taking my 3D glasses off. It's too intense. It's things to come. It's no, just but like, it never really came. It was his predictions. H.G. Wells. This was I based have on never the book. read the book. Is it a book or a novel, or is it like a collection of curios and writings? It's a book, and it's written as if he was an um, a diplomat. Uh, here it is. No, it's not. Here it is. H.G. Wells, Things to Come. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mike. No, no problem. I think I know what happens. Jack the Ripper finds his time machine, hops Correct. in there, goes to San Francisco in 1979. Correct. He fits gets right a in. room. He goes to the gets a room. And he watches TV and he's like, ah, modern day television is much more intense <laughs> than the television of the telly I'm, I know from the 1800s. That was a great film, and I wish it was on YouTube and we could do it. Somewhere oh, in time, every day. Oh, what's it called? Uh, Night. Oh, we're going into the future. So this movie came out in, what, 36, you said? Yeah, this came out in 1936. It's based off a book that he wrote. It is a book, but it was like the memoirs or journal or diary of a, an ambassador, like in 2054, something like that. Wow, the book does end later than this. Now, if you turn on the sound, you'll find out it's nice Christmas. It's nice right. Christmas. And they're playing this Christmas carol right now. It goes Christmas, 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 Christmas. It's put it up, put it up. Is okay, it up? Go. Yeah, it is up. Okay, here we go. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M, N, O, L, O, P, Q, R, S, C, U, V. See, there's no L in my song. Okay, what the L, man? So what's going on is he's the director is contrasting like the nice pleasant thing of Christmas to war is coming, right. war is on the horizon. Hey, the oh, so H.C. Wells predicted a war in the future. Good for him. Check that <laughs> off. Well, this came out just before our, England's entrance into World War II. Yeah. So. So. The, the box office, the first week at least, really profited off of that. You know what I mean? Like You know was, who doesn't profit yeah. off of anything so far, Carl, are the newsies, right? Because the news are on the on the stands, they're on the bus. <laughs> I, I don't need to read it. I nearly got run over by it. <laughs> Christmas turkeys are all hanging out in the open air. Yeah. The world on the brink of war. See, see these people holding the signs. Do you think it's like the last movie we watched? This is an impressionistic movie. So they're holding news, instead of saying eat at Joe's, they're like, war's coming. It's all like, it's over the top. I get it. I want to hear people talk. It's a soundy, isn't it? It is a soundy, and it's in the public domain, Mike. Just let it rip. Okay. Sometimes the studio uh, rats get upset. The mice in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. this guy is um, a famous guy named uh, Raymond Massey, and he's known for his thick voice and everything. Uh, and he's going to be our hero throughout the movie. 
because we'll see his descendants. We'll see, you know, he'll be an ancestor to the future. That's kind of cool. So that's how they were able to tell a story about the future is that it's a man and then his kids. Right. Now, this guy is the person who's supposed to let us know in the story, eh, I don't give a fuck all about war. A couple of people battling miles away, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with him. Now, Wells is a British dude, right? Did, or yes. you wrote this in a, so. Yeah, this whole film is English. Gotcha. Man. Are you saying it's a British A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. I don't get it. Why don't you say the L? Because that song has is a Noel. Oh, that's that's the Christmas Carol. It's a no. It's a Noel. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. I learned that from a comic strip. Look, look, now here we have Christmas. And what comes to mind when I look at this scene is Christmas, 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 Christmas. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. You know what Christmas. I what I noticed? Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, Carl, hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you. Mike, let me be the first in 2023 to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, Carl, let me be the second, but I'm still the same person to right. wish you Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas. well, thank you, Michael. Let me be the third. <laughs> How are we doing this math? Oh, all right. Is it third time or third? Okay, look how serious he is. You know, war. He's all serious about the war. But, like, he's not a bummer about it. Well, I mean, the kid has a little can war cannon, and yes. the whole streets are covered about war. So It's just trying to be realistic. Like, he's the realistic one. Now, the old fogey sitting in the chair, he already did his bit. He's supposed to say... My, how things have changed since I was a lad. <laughs> I wonder what the future will bring. All right. So Thank what do we do? We, like, guys. wait 80 years? Are they going to do, like, animation? They'll see trees blossom, and then the leaves fall, then the tree gets bulldozed. There will be some camera tricks that I suspect are animation, but no, not that way. But, yeah, you'll have these long, look, look. Look, they turn look, the lights off. <laughs> were there light? Were there candles on that Christmas tree? That and it's weird, right? Because you can't you can't focus other than the fact the tree's going to catch on fire, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, here's to a new year and many future years of living trees. Oh, I have a song. He, uh, old lang and things to come. Right? Is that where the, the phrase comes from? Old anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. How do you even say it? Old A U L D, right? Yeah. And then you know, Alan Sherman has a version. It goes, It was a man, his name was Lang, and he had a neon sign. And Mr. Lang was very old, so they called it Old Lang Sign. <laughs> Alan Sherman, not me. Yeah, he was my son, the folk singer. He, yeah, my son. I love that. that record. He did like a medley, and I only remember the medley's version. Okay, so now it's like, why are there si air raid sirens? And then the guy who was like, war, fuck all war, is like, you don't think they're close, do you? <laughs> now we're hearing on the radio. 
We interrupt this Ryan Seacrest morning drive zoo show to bring you war. (laughs) Oh, thank God. Stay tuned to be very scared. We're going to scare you now with war. I heard it on the non-visual radio of the present. (laughs) Where did you hear about the war? Do you remember where you were when you first heard about it? I was in front of my non-visual... (laughs) <laughs> one-way communications device. One-way communicator, radio device. Disseminating the fact. Doesn't the Brits have, like, a, a tax? Like, if you have a radio, you have to pay a tax to the government? Like a TV tax? I don't know. Teletax? A <laughs> teletax machine? No, no, like, if you had a tele, a television, mm-hmm. you would have to pay, like, I don't know. For teletax. You, teletax. I can't believe they attacked the war. Yeah, right. I guess I was wrong. I can't believe this is considered a movie. <laughs> what? It's. I guess the camera's moving in front of them. That's a good trick. I take it yeah. back. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yes, hello. I, I feel like as a director, you're just so distanced and always just backing away. What's funny is H. <laughs> That's a good point. What's funny is H. G. Wells was started to direct this film, and then they yes. were like, "No, you suck. No, dude. that's that's Who's one thing." Writing. He was alive during 1940, right? 36. Oh yeah, he was all over this film. He wrote it, and he was they respected him so much he had to prove everything, and that's unheard of for a writer. Right. But, um, when they first started, he was the director, and he just didn't know how to do it, you know. So, you guys stand over there. No, no. Okay. I guess I must have missed it during all the credits, but H.G. Wells himself wrote or co-wrote this movie? Yes, wrote it. Yeah. Wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote the screenplay. Um... Exterior, street, people <laughs> holding signs saying war is coming. Exterior. Yes, man. He was mostly science fiction novelization, you know that, but he also yeah. wrote nonfiction stuff. And like he wrote this, well, as a book, he wrote it like as if you were re you found some journal from a guy who was a diplomat years ago in the ages of old, you know. Wow, look at this war again. We just got rid of like World War One is coming to England. Can you imagine? You're right about that. You know, it's really interesting how they, when they go into the future, they predict it, but they retain the 1930 sensibility. You'll see what it is. The, yeah, the I know what you're talking about. System, the manner. I, yeah. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy seeing what the future looks like, but it's based on what the present was. So, you know, there's shadow yeah. carpeting, intentionally or not, or right. know, they, their airplanes are basically trains that float or whatever. Yeah, Logan's Run looks like the 70s. Yeah. Barbarella looks like the 60s. But that's part of the fun of it, is that it's the now take of what the future is. Mm-hmm. But when you watch it again, you're like, well, that's the 60s take of the future. <laughs> yeah. So their take is really interesting. They get a few things. Do they get it right? I don't know. There was another war. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that one was pretty easy. No, like, for instance, you're going to see flat screen TVs. You're going to see helicopters, and there were no helicopters at this time. You're going to see, like, them making tunnels, and it's like a squirrel, whirly screw. 
like things that they didn't have. You're going to see a segue in really? it. Really? Yeah. Um, we call those um, embarrass yourself of naders. You get on there and you feel shame. <laughs> we predicted the segue. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have to touch the ground. Your sadness will guide you throughout the, the park tour. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a segue. Well, like, you really have to be, I don't know, to be on a segue tooling around when there aren't any others around, like, you got to feel a little, I don't know, there's something going on there. I'm not saying either. I'm no. not saying you're autistic. I'm not saying you're a narcissist. Oh. I'm not saying you're, something's going on. I think it's kind of cool. Like I've seen people on hoverboards, you know. Which that is, is super cool, though. But I'm not, they don't literally hover. They have like a, there's a middle wheel, oh, and oh, 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 you you kind of balance yourself on it, and you roll down, and it's pretty cool. It's I don't like skateboarding. If, if I see a Segway, I'm not going to judge. I mean, it's it's so old school too. It's like having a TiVo. Check it out. <laughs> I have a TiVo. Well, okay, that's cool. Look out for those shadows. Little so boy, look out for the, the shadows was, of war. Yes. We saw the guy who was fuck all, like, now telling his kids, you got to do your part. And he's yeah. you know, children marching around like a soldier. You saw how it cast the shadows. Exterior, show the same them. scene. Oh, yeah. See, and they did go to the tunnel. How about that? But you see how, like, their World War Two is the entrance into World War One? Wait a second. I think... Yeah, 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 that's right. The Germany went into World War II in any second now. But you see how there's still World World War One mindset with the helmets and yeah, 